0: Self-medication, depression, ordinary lives caught up in terrible tragedy. And this story, perception and delusions will bear all. Night terror narratives episode one begins now. Awake. Aman was awake again. He turned over to look at the clock. 317 AM. <sighs> Amund sighed. He couldn't remember the last time he got any type of restful sleep, let alone a full night's sleep. It seemed like forever since he didn't feel like some zombie shuffling around in a daze. His thoughts always seemed disorganized. No matter how he tried, he couldn't seem to gather them enough to do much of anything lately. For months now, he was having incredible headaches. At times, they seemed to split him to the core. They were often persistent and simply would not relent. The prescription painkillers he would sneak were his only refuge. More and more often he wanted the painkillers, needed them. More and more often he was chasing them with whatever alcohol was available. Caitlin, his wife, hated it, but she wasn't the one enduring this malady, having her nerves stripped bare by it. She and the girls had become increasingly distant over the last few weeks, but hell, how could he blame them? Recently, Amon would go from perfectly happy to explosively angry in a moment's notice. This wasn't typical behavior for him, but lately Amon wasn't able to control his emotions at times and would suddenly lash out at his wife and girls for the smallest thing. In fact, this and the splitting headaches had earned him a spot sleeping in the spare bedroom for the last week or so. Worry had been weighing on Amon's mind. Something might be seriously wrong with him. Hopefully, his doctor's appointment on Wednesday will shed some light on the issues. What day is it, he wondered. Sunday, he thought. No. Caitlin and the kids went to church. Yesterday? Mm. Amon growled at himself in frustration. I don't even know what day it is anymore. He unlocked his phone, but the screen, being so bright, quickly caused him to lock it back. Blinding light suddenly caused an intense pain to shoot behind his eyes. Amon closed his eyes so tight he believed they might be crushed After a moment, the searing pain subsided to a dull pulse. Then came a wave of nausea. Feeling the room tilt and spin for a moment caused his stomach to lurch. Ugh, I've got to get something to settle my stomach, he thought. Ginger snaps. There are some ginger snaps in the pantry, he muttered. When Amun was growing up, his mother always gave him ginger snaps when his stomach was upset. His mother was a kind and loving person. She always knew how to help no matter what he was going through. Amen always went to her for advice. He wished he could ask her for advice and hear her comforting voice now, but he couldn't. What had it been? A year? It was hard to tell. Everything had gone to hell after he answered that call. She was so excited when the twins were born, ever active in their lives, right up until that very day. Amen remembered the call. She was gone. (laughs) On her way back from the store, there was a terrible accident. She... died on impact. Tears welled in Amund's eyes. A few days later, he received a phone call to come collect her personal effects. Looking through her things, Amund found two matching silver bracelets. Being new, they gleamed in the light. He saw an inscription, Your sister, your mirror, shine bright for one another. When he gave the girls the bracelets, they all cried for a while. The girls promised one another to always wear them to remember their grandmother. Ammon wasn't sure he ever saw them without the bracelets after that day. Rachel and Safa loved her so much. Another sudden wave of nausea washed over Amon. Ginger snaps, he thought, and started toward the other side of the house. Slowly, Ammon began making his way down the hall, half-hugging the wall for support. He was trying to be as quiet as possible to avoid waking his family. The hall tilted, like he was in a vortex tunnel at a fair. Amon quickly stuck his foot out to try and catch himself, landing swiftly on top of a high-heeled shoe for a doll. A sharp stab of pain swiftly exploded through his foot. Instinctively recoiling from the sudden intense pain caused him to lurch to one side, grind his face against the opposite wall, and hit the floor, taking a few pictures off the wall with him. Trying to gather his thoughts through the flurry of obscenities clouding his mind, Amun rolled onto his back. So much for being quiet, he murmured. He laid there in the silence for a few moments, listening for any movement from the other rooms. The house was still and quiet, with a soft drone of fans coming from the bedrooms. Amun noticed something out of his periphery and lazily rolled his head toward the object. He froze, eyes wide, trying to grasp if what he was seeing was real in the dark hall. It was Safa-stuffed bear, wasn't it? It looked just like the one she came home with on the day she was born, but instead of its soft, one-lined arc of a smile, it... It was screaming. Not audibly, but frozen with an expression of abject terror, mouth agape, as if it looked upon its own gruesome demise. Amon squeezed his eyes shut, afraid to open them again. "'It's just a damn teddy bear,' he snarled to himself. "'Open. Your. Eyes.' Amun opened his eyes to find the bear wearing its characteristic arc of a smile. He stared for a bit, afraid that if he closed his eyes he might see the horror on the bear's face again. Amun sat up slowly and pulled himself up using the wall as support. He began to sluggishly make his way down the hall once again. Amun was trying to push what he saw to the back of his mind. It must have been my imagination. The hall was dark and it was hard to see, he said trying to assure himself. Suddenly, sharp pain exploded through Amun's head again, followed by more intense nausea. He shuddered, took a deep breath, and slowly released it. The pain relented a bit, but made his eyes water. Out of both fright and determination to keep moving, Amun stumbled forward. Shambling into the kitchen, the pantry came into view. Leaning forward, Amun took several quick, short steps trying to keep his feet under his body. He sluggishly reached for the pantry doorknob to steady himself, but couldn't slow his body enough to avoid slamming into the door. Amun hit the door and recoiled back a few steps. Finally grasping the knob, he opened the door. Where are they? He mumbled. Pushing several cans and boxes aside, he saw the box at the very back. He reached deep into the pantry and grabbed it. Pulling it out, he knocked over several boxes and cans that clattered to the floor. The box was much lighter than he expected. It almost felt empty. He clumsily pulled the box open, but didn't see anything. He turned the box over frantically and shook it above his empty hand. Crumbs fell into Almond's hand. Then a small prescription bottle tumbled out. Seeing the half-empty container jolted his memory. It was the prescription painkillers Caitlin had left over from her surgery a few months ago. She had only taken one, complaining that they made her feel worse than the surgery. Almond had stashed them in the gingersnap box to hide them from her. He quickly twisted open the cap and dumped a few pills in his hand. He desperately tossed them into his mouth and swallowed them without hesitation. He stood in the pantry doorway for a few minutes, wallowing in guilt. He dropped the bottle back into the box, slid it into the rear of the pantry, and tried to stuff as many of the items as he could back into it. Closing the door, Aman noticed a shadow move as the door latched in place. He turned to see two grotesque creatures that were near-mirror images of one another, Though only a head taller than the countertops, they were terrifying, yet something about them was familiar. They both had distorted expressions, similar to a smile, but as if the mouth had physically been turned upside down. Their disheveled hair combined with the light from a clock on the counter to cast shadows over much of their faces. But the smiles… the smiles were inhuman. They moved toward Amon almost in lockstep. Frightened, he fell backward into the counter by the garage door. Looking for a way around the creatures, he saw the bat. He and Caitlin kept it there for self-defense. Amun thought it was ridiculous at the time, but was now thankful it was there. As he grasped for the bat, he heard the disfigured creatures calling to him. He glanced over to see them reaching toward him, moving closer. Amun had no idea what was happening, or if what he was seeing was real. It felt like a dream, a nightmare. Fully engulfed in panic and with senses dulled by intoxication, Amon lunged for the bat. Gripping it tightly, he stood up and began swinging the bat wildly. He heard thuds and cracks that quickly became wet smacks as he railed against the creatures. As he was swinging, he noticed bright glints as the creatures raised their arms to defend themselves. Jesus, they must have knives! After a few moments, the creatures fell to the ground, oozing liquid from their distorted heads. He stood over them, catching his breath. As he started to bend down for a closer look. Amun heard hard, fast footsteps as another terrifying creature came running into the room. The creature stared at Amun with its hollowed eyes, appearing almost confused for a moment. The creature looked at the floor and saw the two mangled bodies. It suddenly roared at Amun. The sound was so loud and shrill it sent a jolt of searing pain through his mind and caused a blue flash of light in his eyes. Before he knew it, the creature was on him, knocking him to the ground. The creature began to maul him, scratching, biting, punching. Pain and fear began to control Amun again as the creature clawed at his eyes and throat. If I don't do something, this thing is going to kill me, he thought. He doubled up his fist and swung with all of his might. The blow glanced off the creature's side, causing it to scream out in pain, but it wasn't enough to stop the assault. It wrapped its hands around Amun's throat with incredible strength. Fighting for air, everything began to dim. Amun managed to knock one of the hands from his throat just long enough to get a breath. As everything came back into focus, Amon knew it was his last chance. He swung his fist as hard as he could. He felt a solid connection against the creature's head. The creature was sent sprawling to the floor beside him. He struggled to catch his breath for a brief second and seized his opportunity. He climbed on top of the creature and began punching its face. With each blow, a rage filled Amun. He swung harder and faster. After a second, Amon grabbed handfuls of the creature's hair and began slamming its head into the tile floor. Harder and harder, faster and faster. Everything became a blur. When he noticed the large pool of inky black liquid on the tile, he dropped the head. It limply fell to the tile with a wet thwack. Caitlin, the girls. For the first time, he remembered they were in the house as well. He climbed off the creature and shakily stood, using the cabinet to support. He began moving as fast as he could to Rachel and Safa's room. Staggering down the hall in the darkness, he fell through the door into the girls' room. The light from the nightlight shone across empty beds. No! He cried. Rachel! Safa! He yelled. The room began to spin. His head pounded so hard he could feel his pulse in his eyes. He swayed down the hall again, heading to where Caitlin should be. He was barely able to stand. He pushed open the door and fell to the ground. I have to get to Caitlin. Amon crawled toward the bed. Using the last of his strength, he pulled up to the edge. Gone! Caitlin was gone. Agony shot through Amon's head. He held his head on each side for fear it would burst. I must find them. Another searing blast of pain, Amon screamed as the world faded into murky darkness. He slowly opened his eyes. It was still dark in the room. He stared at the ceiling for a moment, trying to collect his thoughts. That was an intense dream, he whispered. Realizing he was on the floor, he quickly sat up. Why was he in his bedroom, he wondered. He looked over to the bed. Empty. Caitlin, he said loud enough to be heard throughout the house. Silence. The only noise Amon heard was the droning of the fans in the bedrooms. Rachel, Safa, he shouted. Still no answer. Dread rising, Amon shot to his feet, causing a sudden pounding in his head. He ran to the girl's room and threw open the door. Empty. The beds were empty. Icy fear began to wrench his gut. Where is everyone? He cried desperately. He ran down the hall as quickly as his legs would take him. As he rounded the corner to the kitchen, Amon stopped so abruptly he fell. There, on the floor next to him were three bodies, joined with rusty red pools merging across the kitchen floor. Horror paralyzed him. He couldn't move. He could only stare in disbelief. He noticed a silvery gleam of light reflecting off of each of the small wrists sprawled across the floor. The girl's bracelets. A creeping realization began to gnaw at his stomach. How? It can't be. He shot to his feet. The sudden comprehension staggered him backward into the wall. He slowly slid down the wall as he began to recognize the bloody disfigured faces of Caitlin, Rachel, and Safa. No. It can't be. No. No. Amun began to scream. He screamed until he couldn't breathe. He crawled through the gore and held his family to his chest. I'm dreaming. Oh, please, God, let me be dreaming. It can't be real. Wake up. I have to wake up. Amun shut his eyes so tight he thought they would burst. Wake up. Wake up. As he rocked back and forth with his family in his arms, Amun understood. It wasn't a dream. Awake. Amun was awake. Awake.